Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome to an all new I'm Just Talking the Podcast, the Sunday edition. Um, it's not, and I'm your host, Brent Reed. Uh, if you never listened to the show before, this is your first time, well, this is a good time to start. Uh, the Sunday show is a lot more uh, relaxed than the excuse me, then the week show, which comes, which is a Tuesday show. Um, if you're listening to the show on Apple podcasts, please leave a comment. And if you're listening anywhere else, uh, SoundCloud or Google play, just leave a like and continue to keep listening and tell your friends. That's the important thing. Everybody tell your friends. Um, of course, uh, this past week, you know, a lot of things happen. That's what everybody says when they can't find their notes. <laughs> uh, here they are. So, I had, a, I had a crazy night last night. I'll start with that. Uh, last night was a, kind of an impromptu dinner slash um, going out and hanging out. No secret, anybody that knows me and follows me on social media knows um, <clears throat> I goes a bit a little too hard. Um, and uh, last night, you know, a great friend of uh, friend of mine, Josiah, his wife Lex, the warrior princess. Um, we just, you know, we um, uh, Christina, Alyssa, and then some new uh, Allie, my girlfriend. Uh, some new people came out with us, and we just went hung out, old school style. Sean was there. Um, 90s people you may not know, <laughs> but it was, you know, it's fun. It's always fun to get out. Um, even when you, you can't walk anywhere, that's the pain in the butt is like, I'm limited in what I can and can't, you know, I can't drive, I can't walk. So I'm just like on crutches at everybody's, um, at everybody's mercy, which is, you know, oh my God, it's nothing worse than when you have to like rely on other people. I tell you what, boy, like. 
I don't wish this on anybody. When they take this cast off me, I'm going to be like a baby when they just learn how to walk. <laughs> and a lot of that will be true. Uh, but this past week, football returned. This past week, uh, kind of two weeks almost because it returned on a Thursday, which I think... Never mind. But in any case, uh, football return, a um, lot of exciting games last Sunday, but I think it was the Monday Night Football game that really stole the show with um, both games were good. But it was the Tennessee and the Saints game, which uh, if football can now go back, they would have opened the season with that. The reason why they opened with the Bears and Green Bay had to do with the fact that it's the 100-year anniversary of the NFL. Let's open up with the two oldest teams. That makes sense. That's smart. Uh, but uh, the Texans versus the Saints, the Texans should have won that game easily. They dropped the ball. They um, the, the, the defense, I don't, it was crazy because I'm watching live and Booker McFarlane is saying, like, why is the defense playing to prevent? Like, they were just giving Drew Brees room to throw the ball. Sometimes my grandmother, God rest her soul, used to say she thinks sports is fixed because it's like, if we know what, we're, what you're supposed to do, like, why aren't you doing it? You know, the old WWE adage, you know, <laughs> uh, all sports is in kayfabe, but. I don't think so because there's too many injuries and, you know, too much like, oh, yeah. Some stuff that happens in sports you can't predict. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even fake it. Um, the new football week this week, obviously today you got uh, the big game of the day. The Cowboys take on the Redskins. No matter how bad the Redskins are, the Cowboys and the Redskins is always going to be the game of the day. Cowboys last week stomped the dog on the New York Giants, which is probably the wake-up call the Giants needed. But... Um, the when the crate they're going to be playing in Washington, and the conversation around Washington has become what happened to all the Washington football fans, and some of it just could be those the generation previous has gotten older. Um, they don't want to come out too much anymore. The younger generation doesn't support them, or the tickets are just too stupid expensive for the type of stadium it's in. It's an older, it's not really a super old stadium, but excuse me, the stadium doesn't have any flair compared to stadiums of uh, today. It's like, you know, my team is trash, what I'm going to go drop. I got a cough and I got a yawn. What is going on with me? Um, uh, I've never been to the to the Washington Stadium FedEx Field, but I've seen pictures and I've heard stories. There's not a whole lot to do. Stadiums today, you gotta have a lot to do. You gotta have museums. You gotta have shrines. You gotta have massage parlors. <laughs> you gotta have uh, eateries and stuff like that. And you know, it's coming to the point at the Washington teams, the fans in the stands are more of the opposing team. So I can guarantee tonight or this afternoon that um, uh, that Washington um, Cowboys game, when you watch that game, you're going to see a lot of Cowboy fans in the stands um, today. You just will. Um, you just, it's just going to happen that way. And then the Cowboys are probably going to go 2-0. If the Redskins win, I'd be shocked. The Redskins and the Giants right now are in two rebuilding like modes. The Redskins got their quarterback in the future, so do the Giants. Um, and they're both being smart by not throwing these guys out there and just saying, yo, here you go. It's your team. 
uh, go to work. And no, they're like, listen, we'll let the veterans get beat up, and then we'll let you guys keep learning because there's no point in us right now throwing you out there. We don't have the rest of the pieces yet, and we're going to have to build the system around them, and hopefully they do it smart. Um, the Giants have, with Eli in the past, getting two Super Bowls out of him. The Redskins haven't done it since they got Dan Snyder. In the past, though, the Washington football team – has three Super Bowls, and one of them is only only like 25 years ago. So it's more recent than some teams. It's more recent than the Lions. Yo, I'm watching ESPN. There's some dude just standing in the hallway with a white beater on. It's like in a professional building. He's got a white beater on. Like, who is this strange man? <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. This is crazy. Like, Ben Roethlisberger is walking past this man, and it's just some dude with a wife beater on in the middle of a hallway of a professional building. Go figure. Imagine you being at work, and you're just showing up, and there's a dude with a wife beater on. I think everywhere should have that. He'd be like the Stan Lee of life. <laughs> um College football yesterday, some upsets. Maryland, who became the the king of the upsets, <laughs> uh, lost yesterday to Temple. Believe it or not, in Syracuse, who uh, was might have been smelling themselves a little bit because they went to Liberty and won, and then Maryland beat them. Uh, went to go see Clemson, and they were known as the Clemson. Uh, the team that Clemson had a problem with. They ain't had no problem last night. Because Clemson beat the piss out of them last night. Um, where's my scores? Give me my scores. Ah, oh, crap. I hate how this iPad works. Anyway, uh, the big takeaway was, uh, to me, Arizona State, led by Herm Edwards, uh, beat Michigan State, number 18. Herm Edwards has got uh, Arizona State 3-0. and Funny enough, not ranked. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I don't know how this college football thing works, man, but it'd be like some some coaches get a team and they just rank. They have one jack squat and they just rank them. He's an ex-player, but Herm Edwards, NFL NFL head coach for multiple teams, playoff head coach, AFC champ, uh, championship uh, taken team head coach. That was a bad sentence, but he has taken a team to the AFC championship, and he comes into college football like Willie Bobo. Like, why ain't none of his teams right? And don't give me that crap. Oh, it's based on his, his recruiting class. Stop it. Stop it. I've seen you rank guys because of the school they go to, and then they suck. Stop it. And because of the recruiting class. You're going to rate a school. That's why I don't even know why they have ratings in college football. I was going to talk about something else, but you know what? Let's keep it going. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. You're, you're rating the, you're, the the school's ranking is not based on wins and losses. It's, rate, it's based on or, or, or the class, the incoming class for a group of kids that ain't played it down yet. How dumb that sounds. That'd be like in professional sports, um, you're automatically in first place based on the guy you drafted. So uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, we're just going they're just in first place automatically when the season starts. They're just in first. And college football is just such a like a bogus system. Um, this past week, California basically this the Senate passed the bill for uh, student athletes to you know get get a little cut, get a little coin, get paid off of their likenesses, off of their names, off of jersey sales, which I think is right anyway to begin with. And here comes the Almighty Savior Tim Tebow, which I don't know why anybody's willing to listen to him talk. Um, you know what, I'm not going to jump on Tebow like that because I was a fan of Timmy. I really was. And 
Tim Tebow didn't come from a poor family. I'm just gonna be frank. He does. Tim Tebow came from a well-off family. Tim Tebow's well-off now. Tim Tebow um, never had to worry about where his next meal came from. I'm not gonna sit and let Tim Tebow tell a bunch of. 18, 19, and 20-year-old kids who come from a situation where their mother and father work seven jobs. This is an exaggeration, but you get my point. And they don't have the, the means, you know, to make it do. And if they have a situation where they can better their life and better their family, why can't why shouldn't they be able to do it? it here's the thing with this college, you know, it's college and it's a, it's a privilege. It is a privilege. Nobody's saying that the guys are getting paid to be on the field. But here's my here's my argument. Any outside of sports, any other student athlete, even on scholarship, is allowed to accept work anywhere. Hell, they're even allowed to accept money. So if the school can benefit from my jersey number, if the school can benefit from my likeness, if the, if you're selling season tickets or s- tickets to the stadium based on my face, guess what? I should get paid to. It's only fair. Don't give me this. It's about the team. It's about the name on the front. Stop it. If it's about the name on the front, then sell jerseys with blank numbers on them and see how many get sold. Yeah, you'll have a few of those guys that like it, but let's see how many really get sold. Start selling jerseys. Start selling tickets with nobody's face on it. Just say, come see us. You know how many people are going to show up? The, the alum, that's it. Not enough to do what you're trying to do. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop living in in in, in 19. Let's stop living in this bubble world. All right. If there's an opportunity for the reason why everybody's so afraid is because once it starts there, it's only a matter of time. It was just like when we got legalized. It was only a matter of time. And now everybody's afraid because if this law gets passed in California. Maybe it gets passed somewhere else, and then now what happens? The big NCAA can't restrict. And now the NCAA is like, well, if this happens, uh, the schools of Florida won't be part of our program. That's fine. That's fine. Because UFC, UCLA, Cal, Stanford, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm missing some of them. They got enough money and they got enough resources. They got enough TV revenue where they don't need the NCAA to survive. Trust and believe that. Anyway, um, so next segment, we're going to talk a little baseball playoffs. And then we're going to wrap the show up today talking some, uh, we're going to a combination of things like a mixed bag of topics. Today's show, uh, music on the show, like I said, a lot low key, man. You see, we started off with the Beatles. Uh, we also have some Beyonce, some Billy Joel, and um, some Kylie Simon. How about that for you, for you guys? You're like, Brent, you are really skewing. Oh, yes, I am. Well, that's what we got in the crates, everyone. <laughs> and Anyway, uh, let's throw in a little Beyonce, and uh, yeah, I'm just talking. Me, I just melt away. Now everybody asks me 
Yes, 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 little Beyonce for you, a little love on top, baby. And then, uh, 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 I need, no, nah, I'm just joking. Uh, check this out baseball playoffs is winding down and it's getting crazy. Yeah, it's my favorite time of year. I keep telling you guys if you listen to the show, I love it. Two weeks left and the season is done. And then it's going to be make a break. So right now it's getting to the nitty gritty and a team like the New York Mets can't figure out what more they need to do. Friday they took the they took the belt. Friday they they daddy came home and gave him the belt. The Dodgers let him know, hey, you can make it to the playoffs, but this is what's waiting for you. Dodgers spanked them. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> but yesterday, uh Saturday, the, the Mets uh won, uh scoring in the eighth inning, uh taking the lead three nothing, which was all they needed. The Dodgers basically basically arresting players right now. And um the Mets did capture a victory. The Mets got a little bit of ground because the Phil- Philly lost. But the problem is the um Cubs have the Cubs won and that's who the Mets are chasing. The Mets need to get to the Cubs right now. If you look at the standings, the Mets are three games back. And then Milwaukee also won last night, and it did not help. The Mets being three, the Mets have to. And they don't face these teams anymore. They're really relying on the Cubs and Milwaukee to 
lose. Uh, Milwaukee last night beat St. Louis, which is good news for uh, the Cubs because the Cubs are still chasing the division. And right now the Cubs are three games back. We are for the Central and for the wild card in the National League. It is as exciting as you can hope for. Uh, somebody's going to be disappointed. Before I, let, Let's look at the American League real quick. Last, last night, um, Cleveland, who was able to control their fate and make some room, the Twins told them we are not a fluke. The Twins beat them in a doubleheader yesterday and uh, to keep the lead and push Cleveland in the wild card down two and a half games, uh, keeping them uh, keeping a nice distance with Tampa Bay and Oakland right now fighting for that one spot. Uh, uh, Tampa had that one spot, that one wild card spot the whole entire year, and here comes every other year. Every weird year where the Oakland A's decide to show, hey, we, we can play too. Um, but if you look at the Central right now, it's the Twins to win. Uh, Cleveland is five and a half games back. So Cleveland's only hope right now is the wild card. And Cleveland has to put something together. And I don't think they have enough. I think uh, Cleveland, uh, they're bubble pop. They went to the World Series a few years ago. They had a pretty decent run. But they... Never really, in my opinion, did anything to add to the team to keep them in contention. The Cubs, for that matter, really didn't either. The Cubs, if anything, lost players after winning the World Series. But, um, you know, kudos to Rocco Bardelli and the Minnesota Twins for putting themselves in a position to uh, right now be in the hunt for the World Series. This is a this is a good Twins team that I think this year, most years the Twins have won, and everybody's like, ah, oh, the Twins are in. Yeah. No, 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 no. This might be one of them years. You have to fear the Twins because the Twins did it just like Houston. The Twins did it just like um, uh, uh, um Let's just use Houston. Oh, uh, 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 Kansas City. Build from within. Sign a veteran here and there, and we'll just keep it rolling, baby. And that's pretty much how they that they've managed the whole year. We got you know, uh, like Nelson Cruz has been one of the key guys on that team for them. So God bless him, salute. But as far as the National League is concerned, that's where the race is. That's where the sexiness is. That's where the Victoria's Secret one way is currently happening. Uh, the let's Arizona's not in. So Philadelphia Phillies three and a half back. The Mets three back. Milwaukee one game. Back and then you got the Cubs are a game a half a game behind the Washington Nationals. Why am I saying it like that? Because the Nationals too had a chokehold on that wild card, and now if they lose to Atlanta again and the Cubs win in the Mets, it's going to like you got to say it's getting to the point where like some teams we either, we're going to have a lot of one game playoffs after the day the season ends, or like I said, if the if the Nets find themselves after after putting themselves in position for, to be in the wild card the entire year. And, and let's take a look right here real quick. The Nets are 3 and 7 in their last 10 games. Uh the Cubs 5 and 5, Milwaukee 8 and 2, the Mets 7 and 3. Mets and Milwaukee are hot, boy. And if you and these teams can find themselves looking out and not being in. If we, we'll take a look at this, the the schedule real quick. Uh we look at let's look at the Cubs schedule real fast. The Cubs are oh, why are you showing me that? No, come on. There's an error in the page now. Ain't that a blip on the blip? Come on. Are you serious? Internet ain't nothing like it. <laughs> oh man. 
Let me go to the MLB website. You guys getting a live read? Yes, I was prepared, and then the internet somehow stopped working on me. I don't get it. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I will. Uh, let me. I'll start singing to you guys. Where's the teams? Here we go. All right, let's keep it simple. Let's look at the Mets schedule real fast because I was the first one I clicked on. I got a sneeze, boy. Boy, do I see. I hit the sneeze button on that one. <laughs> yeah, so you have one of them? Ah, that's the time. Anyway, Mets finish up with the Dodgers. Then the Mets travel out west, which could really hurt them. This could be the nail, the death nail in the Mets' coffin. Uh, they got to go. They, they leave tonight. After them, and they face the Colorado Rockies. Then they get a day off. Then they face the Cincinnati Reds, the Marlins, and then they finish up with Atlanta. And Atlanta season should be over by then. The problem is if they go out to Colorado and they lose two in Colorado, it's the, the year is done. Or they go to St. Louis and lose. I mean uh, Cincinnati, excuse me, and they lose two in Cincinnati. The season's done. So the Mets have to beat Colorado, they have to beat Cincinnati, and they have to hope and pray Atlanta has no old animosity towards them. Moving on, if we take a look at the Washington Nationals' remaining schedule, um, no, I don't need $5, $15 credit. Where is it? You look at the Nats' remaining schedule. And the Nats got St. Louis, they have Florida, they got Miami, they got Philly, and they got Cleveland. Now, the Nats season's done. I'm here to tell you guys this. You know that, right? The Nats season is officially over as if as if tonight. They can beat Atlanta, but they're done. St. Louis is trying to wrap up their conference. St. Louis is going to want to beat them. Miami, they may win that series, but then you got Philly, who's trying to make a playoff run or at least play spoiler to the division foe, and then Cleveland, who still may be in the hunt for the playoffs. It's a wrap. I'm here to tell you right now, the Washington Nationals will not be in the playoffs. It will either be the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cubs, or will be the Mets and the Cubs. But I'm here to tell you, the Washington Nationals, all you Nats fans out there, give up hope. (laughs) If the Nats can pull off this next two weeks and they can keep themselves in contention, the Nats, to me, will go on to win the World Series. I'm here to tell you right now, but they are not with that little flimsy lead. It's not going to happen. And then let's look at the Cubs real fast. The Cubs, oh, my God, look at this. Cincinnati for three games, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, St. Louis. The Cubs can find themselves out of it. We honestly could get Mets-Milwaukee in that first game, which I think is a sexier game anyway. Saint, the Cincinnati Reds is probably a victory, but then you got St. Louis again, trying to make it. St. Louis again to end the year. St. Louis can either sweep them in four games or beat them two. It doesn't matter right now. It's just that's crazy how uh, the Cubs and the Nationals fate is down to these teams. And their schedule, the Mets schedule is not as tough as um, St. Louis and, I mean, excuse me, it's not as tough as Chicago and Washington. We look at Milwaukee, the other team, and we'll wrap it up. Milwaukee's got San Diego, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Colorado. Yeah. Take me on this one. Trust me on this one. Uh, The wild card game, the wild card position will be Milwaukee and the Mets. I'm calling it right here. I'm calling it. I'm wrapping it up. Let's go to the next segment. Let's wrap the show up. Um... I'm Brent Reed. This is the Sunday edition. I'm just talking. Whoa.
you're gone I'll take my chances I forgot how nice romance is I haven't been there for the longest time I had second thoughts at the start I said to myself Hold on to your heart Now I know the woman that you are You're wonderful so far And it's more than I hope for I don't care what consequence it brings I have been a fool for lesser things I want you so bad I think you are to know that I intend to hold you for the longest time. Whoa, for the longest time. Whoa, for the longest time. Whoa, for the longest time. A little Billy Joel for you, everybody. It's a cloudy day out in California today as I'm looking on the screen at the uh, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. It is very foggy out there. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap the show up, shall we? Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, feel free to leave a comment at the bottom, whether you like it or you love the show. Get it? <laughs> also, uh, subscribe. Subscribe at SoundCloud if you're listening there. If you have an Android phone, subscribe at Google Play if you have an Android phone. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts if you have an iPhone. Just subscribe and then tell a friend. All right. Uh, take a look at our, uh, again, we'll have another show on Tuesday, a little shorter show. Um, and we'll have a all new uh, Downright Sports on Wednesday. You can check that out on YouTube at channel Downright Entertainment. That's, I mean, Downright Enterprise. Jeez, a lot going on in the brain, isn't it? Uh, this pad, the, the finish up this week, a lot of good things happened, a lot of dumb things happened. Uh, Charles Barkley, former 76er, got a statue with the 76ers. Um, I don't remember him with the 76ers. I'm not old enough. I remember him with Phoenix more. Um, he was a dominant beast with Phoenix, but the, he was drafted by the 76ers and had some great years. If you watch early Barkley footage with him with the 76ers, he was Blake Griffin. He was um, Aaron Gordon. He was... Um, Zion, in my opinion, because he was a force to be reckoned with. It's five four power forward. It just was a monster. He was no bigger than five four. Like you look at Charles Barkley compared to others, like he was a beast. He was down in the post. 
balling with guys. I know everybody thinks today like you you reinvented the wheel. Like we just put the best five guys on the court. Let me explain something to you. It, you basketball's always been shaped like that. If you're great, you're great. Doesn't matter how big or small you are. If you're great, you're great. So let's stop all these um, wonderful nerdy guys thinking that they've created something new because um, the the analytics said no. Let's just stop. Basketball is cut and dry. Analytics has crap to do with basketball. Any fool can tell you if you shoot more threes, you're going to score more points. <gasps> I had no idea because three counts more than two. <gasps> wow. Impressive. Tell me more, Brent. <laughs> yeah, but no, Charles Barkley, he's a legend. And um, uh, congrats, Charles. Um, Tyson Fury. Caught a victory this week. I still don't know how the guy. It was like a Rocky movie. The guy busted his eye wide open. But Tyson Fury continues to move on, and he's good for the boxing. He really is. And DeAndre Wilder is good for boxing. Heavyweights are good for boxing, and they need more of them. Um, the heavyweight class died with Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson, or died with Mike Tyson a lot earlier than that. But Lennox Lewis was the last heavyweight we cared about. Now you got Wilder. Now you got Tyson Fury, and these guys could create. There's another that guy out of Mexico. Mexico, uh, crap, I can't think of his name right now, but the boxing community is better when heavyweights are fighting, because people want to see, uh, they want to see beef just go blow for blow, as great as, uh, uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao are, you know, boxing, we don't want defensive experts, we want guys just gonna throw hammers at each other, and, you know, some, you know, Heavyweights have always ruled boxing since the dawn of time, since Jack Johnson, since um, since um, um, uh, 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 Lewis, uh, Joe Lewis. Uh, heavyweights have always been king when it comes to boxing. Uh, in the UFC, it's the other way around. Um, it's more of the, the 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 it's it's more of the lighter fellas, but in boxing, it's always going to be the heavyweights, man. And then uh, finally, on a on a on a very sad note, this past week, uh, Odell Beckham, wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns, decided he wanted to say that a couple of years ago. Greg Williams, who's no longer the coach, there's not a defensive coordinator with the Jets. The two teams face each other Monday night. Uh, put a put a hit out on him. One of him hurt. Bunch of ex play guys told me he went. You know, it's time to put a Odell Beckham has to shut up. He claimed he when he was in New York, he felt the pressure. Of you know being famous because he was in New York, so Cleveland was the perfect place. This idiot goes out on the football field with a watch that's worth over a hundred thousand dollars. Like if you don't want to be noticed, why do things like this? And then why stand on a podium knowing you lying? And not even like, what do you want Greg Williams to do? His job is to coach the defense to hit you. <laughs> like he. You get my point here? Like, it'd be one thing if it was, you know, his, like, a football player, defensive football player's job is to stop the guy by any way that is a legal form. And if it's to hit you a little harder, that's what it is. But nobody tells these guys, shut up. You know, fans do from afar, but that's not enough. Like, nobody just goes, yo, shut up. 
<laughs> like, yo, you're not that you're not that clever. You're not that special. In five years from now, there will be another receiver that is better than you, and you will be hoping and praying that you have a job because they're gonna cut you. Football is the one sport where you need to get to make the best out of your time there. And he needs to pay attention because guess what? Randy Moss is not an actor. Jim, Jerry Rice is not an actor. Terrell Owens, none of these guys have careers outside of football. They're either analysts or they're begrudging. Guess what? You're in the same class. If you wanted to be an uh, actor, you should quit football now and become an actor. Follow Jim Brown's approach. Follow The Rock's approach. But as of right now, shut up. Just play play football, man. Nobody wants to hear you whine and complain. Just play football. You 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 play for a team that ain't one jack, and we gotta listen to you. God, somebody's. I said this a long time ago. If he never makes that catch, we don't know who he is. And somebody finally echoed it because it is true. Had to stop my co-host from biting herself. Mirror, mirror, my co-host. Anyway, thank you all for listening. It has been fun as she shakes in the background. <laughs> it's been uh, fun. It's been cool. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday with another Sunday show. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday, uh, more of a uh, uh, shorter show, steam line with a topic for that week and get it moving. Uh, you guys enjoy your day. Uh, go out, play. The sun is up where I'm at. <laughs> and, um, yeah, deuces, everyone. Is a